confused. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And guys, we are hosting our friend Sal again. Sal, say what's up. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Glad to be back again for round two. So we had Sal on for our Spider-Man No Way Home breakdown. So it only seems fair to have him on for our Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer breakdown. I know this is a huge anticipation waiting type game movie for me. Like I have so many theories. We have the What If series to bounce off of. We have Spider-Man No Way Home. And then everything that's happened since the Doctor Strange movie has come out. So, Mark, I know you've got some big ideas and big thoughts based on the the trailer and your fan theories for the movie. So let's see how it's going to shape the MCU. So for me personally, I think that I think a lot of people now are saying, okay, we're getting Doctor Strange Protector and Strange Supreme, which are probably going to be on opposing sides like they were in No Way or uh, in the What If series. Like they have opposing views on how things should be. One obviously suffered tragic loss over and over again. One suffered victory over and over and over again but for me personally i don't think it's going to be we see dr strange he, he goes to the countryside and he visits wanda and asks her for help now he says i don't she's like i don't know like westview he's like i don't care about westview like that shit's done like we're moving on man that was wednesday this is thursday like but what I'm thinking is that then later on, we see Wanda in the full Scarlet Witch outfit where she's using the dark magic. You see the black fingertips. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we're going to get Strange Supreme and his version of Scarlet Witch, which could be, which could be like a dark Phoenix type of a character, a darker, she's kind of like just fully embodied. Because the last time we saw her, she was reading the Darkhold, which anybody who knows anything about Marvel, like, that's top three no-nos. Like you don't touch the book and you sure as hell don't read the book. So I yeah. think we could get strange. I think initially we could get Dr. Strange and Wanda versus Strange Supreme and they're going to outmatch him. So then he goes and finds another stronger version of her that's evil because she's a Nexus being. And then we have these multiverses. So in every single multiverse that we're going to see, which could be just three universes, it could be a thousand. Yep. she becomes Scarlet Witch. Now, she doesn't always become a good Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is where, rather than no more mutants, give us all mutants. And this yep. is where we, this is how we can introduce now the X-Men, which, Sal, I know you were saying, like, you were kind of curious how they could bring them in and where they could bring them in. And why not a reality-changing sorceress? I just got the chills when you said X-Men. so like i said i wasn't kidding like my theory if correct which i i doubt it is because you know i give the what the fans want theories not the what we can do in reality theories (laughs) Mm -hmm. but to me i mean like we see shu mcgorath we see america chavez in the trailer like there's gonna be a lot of new characters and steve maybe that train will start rolling man hey i'm i'm here for it and you know obviously Mephisto. mephisto is tied to wanda Obviously, we know with her kids, and and Mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. Whether that actually happens or not, I have my my doubts for the MCU currently. But, you know, again, we'll see. I will absolutely update the entire world when I find the Mephisto reference in Multiverse of Madness. Do not worry. Um, 
So Sal, what do you think? I mean, we've all seen the trailer. And for those of you that have watched anything that it even slightly refers to Multiverse of Madness, you kind of know what we're talking about here. So Sal, give me a little bit your thoughts and feelings on this trailer. Where are we going to go? So um, when I saw it in uh, theaters after the Spider-Man post-credit scene, you know, I noticed immediately um, the octopus things coming mm-hmm. out of Dr. Strange. So I immediately felt like, okay, boom, what if? So we're going to get maybe some some drawbacks, some callbacks to what if Dr. Strange. And it, maybe it's going to be, you know, him trying to, um, maybe it starts off just in an alternate universe of like him actually trying to save, uh, what's the girl's name? I always forget her name. Uh, Christine. Christine, saving her over and over and over again. And maybe we'll get to see like how he turns bad. Well, you and do then, see her in a wedding dress and strange at a wedding. And in that was one of the clips from the What If series. Right. And I think he looked kind of younger, too. So I, I don't think that's like the MCU's original timeline. Um, and also, I think that, you know, you said it, Mark, how he kind of just goes and it's like, yeah, listen, I don't even care about Westworld right now. Or Westworld. About um, <laughs> Westview. Westview right now. Like, we got to. This is way more important. So I think that Wanda is going to be a huge, I think she's going to be, you know, pivoting between that dark magic and what's good. Um, Cause she's always battled with that, her whole MCU career, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, she might do something bad. And then who's the guy, I always forget his name too. The guy that left the, uh, the order. Mordo. Mordo. I Mordo. think that he is originally going to be a bad guy in the movie. But mm-hmm. then the audience is going to agree with his like morals, kind of like how Thanos, like he was the bad guy. But like in reality, it's like, oh, you know, he was kind of right. But no, he's still bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like more like, OK, I can actually see how Mordo is like coming from kind of thing. So you well, see Mordo having more of like a. um, Kind of like a conscious kind of like reasoning for what he's doing, not just like a green goblin, like I just want chaos and destruction. Yeah, like because he said, you know, like the worst person is you or like you are actually like the danger of the timeline so yeah. maybe like his motives are right but the way he goes about it's really really wrong yeah well he could also be not referencing him but referencing strange supreme right yeah and and you've seen it too like the, the trailers nowadays like because they're so um open they're on twitter in four seconds they're on instagram they're on you know every a snapchat they're everywhere um, they like to change like pivotal points of trailers. So like in Spider-Man, mm-hmm. when they say like Wong, like he like his lines are completely different. So maybe maybe they just do that to throw us off and that'll be something completely different when the well, movie some, drops. Something I forgot to mention, too, in the uh, No Way Home episode. How about them dropping that Wong is Sorcerer Supreme? Yeah. Not Benedict. So my question now is when Agatha or Harkness was talking to wanda and says you're destined to be stronger than sorcerer supreme was she not talking about dr strange but maybe talking about wong because that would make sense too like of course yeah. she's fucking stronger than wong like <laughs> wong ain't no pushover but he ain't dr strange correct so i mean it's it's very possible but you know putting that into perspective does that also mean that she's not going to be stronger than dr strange but that's the thing. If Doctor Strange, she didn't say you'll be stronger than Stephen Strange. You'll be stronger Correct. than Doctor yeah, Strange. Sorcerer Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. So Correct. if he never holds that title, then yeah. So he's kind and, of eliminated. And I'm not saying that. I mean, I will argue, Steve. You know, night and day. Oh, I know. There is no one stronger in the MCU than Wanda. Wanda well, maybe, is hands down. Maybe Agatha does. Like maybe she doesn't have the 
the knowledge that Wong is now the Sorcerer Supreme. I mean, like maybe the last Sorcerer Supreme she knew was Stephen Strange. So like, right. you know, again, I'm we could curious of. Yeah, we could pick that apart all day. I am definitely looking forward to, uh, you know, like you said, when Mordo says that Doctor Strange is the most dangerous person in the multiverse, I don't think he's saying that Strange Supreme is the most dangerous person in the multiverse because Strange Supreme is not how he started. If you watch What If, he starts out as regular Doctor Strange. He's mm-hmm. just him. And then he's like, well, you know what? I want to try to change this. So he goes back and does it and fucks up and does it a million times over and fucks it up every single time because it is an absolute point in reality. We've had that talk when we did the What If series. But I think that's... because he knows the path that he's willing to go down because of his passion, that's why he makes himself the most dangerous person. Now, I'll have to go back and rewatch it. Does he say he's the most dangerous person in the multiverse or to the multiverse? Okay, well, I mean, to the multiverse, you're probably right. Because if he says to the multiverse, obviously, you know, Mordo has knowledge of whatever Doctor Strange, what they were from Comitage, and they both read the books in the library and everything. So he could know of a multiverse. Now, if he knows of the multiverse and he sees how Stephen Strange is here, like you said, he is passionate. Now, what happens when passion becomes an obsession? And I think and that's, that's what, what Mordo is seeing. So I'm not saying I don't think he's directly referencing Strange Supreme. I think he's referencing the idea that Doctor Strange could become exactly and I, Supreme. Yeah, I think that's like I agree with what you're saying. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's the the route that they're going to take it because I don't think at that point in the movie Strange Supreme exists. I think it's very much like the the trailer that we got for No Way Home, where Wong's like don't cast that spell and he's like yeah okay and he kind of like brushes him off and he's he's gonna say the same thing like oh, you're the you're the most dangerous person to the multiverse and he's like Psh, no way and then he might go have that conversation with wanda and then he realizes that he's become obsessed with saving christine and then he becomes strange supreme and all that sh- like i love it i'm here for all of it america chavez i, I want to see how they tie her into this because she's a character that if you're a comic reader you might know about but this is her first instance in the MCU that we are, you know, woefully aware of. It's her debut. Yeah. So like where, you know, where does that tie in? Who is Honestly, we're getting a ton of new characters in the MCU across the board? Like it's crazy how many people they're like, oh yeah, they're actually here the whole time. They're here the whole time. They're here the whole time too. Like, yeah, it's it that is my only again. Obviously, they can't in 2008, they couldn't be like, all right, guys. We're going to release like a thousand new superheroes in the next two years. Just like buckle up and get ready for it. I understand the concept, but it does beg the question, like, what the fuck were you doing the whole time? Like, and let's even just use Netflix as like the the Defenders. Okay. You know, they exist in New York. What were you doing? The Defenders was a garbage series. I know. I'm just, I'm (laughs) I'm just saying like any Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, daredevil like any of those characters themselves like where where were you during like the events in new york i mean to be fair i mean what would charlie cox really be able to do against flying aliens like run Uh, i mean mean, in all fairness daredevil really be able to do like (laughs) hawkeye with a stick and a string but he was on the team i know (laughs) he got the call he was grandfathered in then yeah Yeah. he he was cool like he he got the call hawkeye's the og that's why I love him. So I got a question for you too. Um, with Loki being out and we know 
that there isn't the timelines current currently being destroyed or deteriorated in some fashion. Do you think we're going to get any kind of cameo or nods to Loki? I would not yet. So I I know I I think we're going to get a nod to it. You have to. So even in no way home, the like the character of Loki or the actions that happen in like the the, the actions the actions I would say the okay. actions so see I would I think we might see a Loki or see a couple Lokis but I don't think we're actually going to see any of the aftermath of the Loki until the Ant Man movie I think Ant Man you'll get a lot of okay the I mean, cause and effect of it so this one I think it's going to be like I mean this one could end with that kind of looming thing but like we haven't seen any or even heard of anything of kang since like i know spider-man yeah yeah, and spider-man no way home was a year before hawkeye hawkeye was i believe after shang chi and eternals i believe i never i haven't seen eternals so steve you'll have to fact check me on that but dude i'm gonna be honest with you it's just like but like with the layout of it is is standalone movie because like here's my thing like will this take place like spider-man did like is this going to take place right after uh wandavision because if so that's only like four or five months after endgame right you know what i mean so that would happen before loki even happened but loki goes on throughout all of time so the question is when would it the reality of loki's events really start right start have that start having that effect was that part of the reason why the multiverse almost split No Way Home and we got all these weird-ass people? Was it not only because of the spell? Was it because maybe the spell tapped into that timeline that's now fractured and that fracture fractured the spell? This just goes back to Marvel. <laughs> their writers are geniuses because they threw a fan favorite, Spider-Man, already at a billion sales worldwide, Right. Right just completely shadowing the fact that we have one of the, probably one of the most pivotal points that we've seen in the MCU being Dr. Strange too. Cause like you said, it could be X-Men. It could be a dark Wanda. We, we, there's so many options as to what they can do. And nobody's even talking about it. Like we're talking about it, but not, you don't see it on Twitter. I don't see it on Instagram. I don't see it on stuff. I don't see it anywhere. There are so many options. And we have that trailer that still leaves a trillion questions. Right, yeah. and then, like we know, Strange Supreme's in it, but like to what extent is he just like a quick? Right. Hey, I'm here for a half hour. They get rid of him, and then the rest of the time they're trying to figure out how to deal with Shuma Gorath because you see him in the trailer too, fighting Doctor mm-hmm. Strange and America. Or maybe that's just like, hey, we got sucked in this one reality where we fight him for five minutes, and then we get sucked into another reality where now we got to deal with maybe like a Kang variant or a Loki or something or okay, now we're going to get sucked here and have to fight this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy. And Yeah, like, do we see the Watcher? Like, do we see him in his MCU appearance? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you fight, like, do you fight between the timelines? Like, who like And you know that he actually is going to play the live action version. I forget the actor's name, but the one that voiced him and what if is going to be playing him eventually down the timeline. So it's like, so I would know much that they could do. I would beg to argue that the effects have already been seen and it was in no way home because when the sky opened up and like there was the, the tears in the quote unquote fabric fabric of reality, right? It was purple just like it was for um, Loki. Right now, my, again, this is 
my stretch reference here, but did we not see variants? We saw no, a variant. You definitely, definitely saw Parker. a rhino variant. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, you saw a Peter Parker variant. You saw a rhino variant. I mean, you could even go as far as to say you saw a uh, an electro variant because he didn't right. look the same. But that being said, we know that the the events happen. They don't necessarily know why, which is why Doctor Strange goes to Wanda and says, "What do you know about like the multiverse?" Because even he's not like entirely sure and he knows she's fucking read the dark hold i'm sure like a light went off in his fucking office and it was like someone just opened that book (laughs) don't do it uh but yeah i mean there's a whole lot of shit that could potentially be happening i don't think we're going to get like a loki appearance but dr strange knows who loki is he literally made him fall for 30 minutes like he knows who the man is so he could easily reference loki by name but i also think that there's going to be like a oh there was an event he may not know Loki caused it, but he knows there's an event that caused this rupture in the timeline and all of these branches. And because when you watched Loki, there was that single circular timeline. It would start and it would stop. I mean, it technically never ending, but like it had a start and an right. end point. And it would the second it ended, it restarted. And it was always going to be the exact same thing over and over again, which is what the TVA was made for. But the second that Loki fucked that up and Sylvie, you know, killed the version of Kang that we have it split into what looked like, you know, a set of blood vessels. Like it's all over. Nothing is the same anymore. Everything could be different. And there's a million different realities, which I think is cool. That's why there's three things you don't talk about politics, religion, or multiverse theory. Goddamn right. (laughs) (laughs) Because literally this is where it goes. All three of us have given three outstanding explanations all of which could be plausibly true and yet none of them are probably true (laughs) or bits and pieces we're gonna go back we're gonna have a a podcast you know a year from now or you know six months from now and we're gonna piece all of what we said and then like talk about how we were so wrong after dr strange was out absolutely or we're gonna cut all the pieces and splice together all the pieces we had right and talk about how right we were there you (laughs) go just cut out all the wrong ones (laughs) that has been i mean that's where like the whole mephisto joke started with it was like i was so heavy on mephisto and then it was like so wildly wrong because of wandavision (laughs) and i was like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna be wrong all the time i'm just gonna say mephisto with everything (laughs) And that's well, where we are right now. We, well, what happens when we finally get Mephisto? Then who is it? Then I'm then I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna re-listen to every episode and I'm gonna cut together all the <laughs> shit that I was right about. Fuck you guys. <laughs> or your long project. God damn right. Yeah. Six years later, I'm gonna be like, yeah, you guys remember when I said Mephisto was in the MCU? I was right. <laughs> that's like me saying Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars universe. Like, well, we know he's out there, we just don't know fucking where. Yeah, he's here. I just don't know how he's He's going to see a Red Devil in the Boba Fett show, and he's going to be like, Mephisto, I know it. <laughs> They're tied together. <laughs> Mephisto is existing across universes. Yeah, we also haven't seen White Vision yet again. No, I don't think we're going to see him until, I would say, potentially Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. But I mean, I, if Wanda's there, I could see him coming back coming back and seeking her out well now that she has like base i mean i i want to call it the ultimate power like she doesn't there's nothing that really stops her she is all powerful she could realistically make white vision into regular vision again i mean i know that's not like technically canon but they could do it the mcu is kind of on their own age with shit the only thing i would say is like for her magic to work, does she actually need to know the ins and outs? Because like that was a vibranium body. So like, does no. she need to know like 
the actual like chemical makeup and breakdown of the material to make him a new body? Or do you think it's just no, like, no, she's no, she's going to keep back. the body. No, his body is going to stay the same. All she's doing is replacing his memories. She's just going to, well, he already did him. that. Well, then he she's already has his memories back. Remember that was, the she's going to change the way he looks from uh, white, white vision to red vision. And that's, I mean, she can do I, that too. Cause she's reality. Ship of what is a ship Theus. of a, a, Theus. a Theus. Yeah. Like that was the whole, they merged right there. And he kind of, unlocked yeah, when, all he, when the he, touched his, he touched the soul stool his version of the soul stone yeah i have a stupid theory with the white vision i yeah, think I mean, that you know how um no they're kind of stupid and marvel <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i think that you, they're kind of setting up you know down the line for um with along with the multiverses like the young avengers slash the dark avengers mm-hmm. so like i know it was uh the super soldier's grandson mm-hmm. in falcon winter soldier you got uh you um Yelena, you know, all, all these people that are younger, uh, technically, um, Red Hulk. Yeah, Red Hulk will be in there. Like, so I don't know if they're well, going to no, do I'm young. sorry, that's Thunderbolts, not Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. I don't know if they're going to do young or if they're going to do dark, but I think they could do both. Know, Vision, right. They could do both. Ironheart. Ironheart. You have uh, Star Patriot. Or who's the um, Captain America guy? Falcon? No. Um, oh, oh, you're talking about uh, the, the grandson from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, but then you're talking about his military buddy that. Oh, oh, oh the was new Falcon is tech. The new Falcon, the guy who was supposed to be Captain America, but like isn't Captain America. Oh, you're talking I about Brad, U.S. agent's name. U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Great. Right. Yeah, so like all these people are coming in. So maybe they like Vision might get roped up with them in in a sense because yeah. like we the, the the consumer we know Vision. You know, we're getting these new characters. Maybe like he kind of bands them all together in some in some way. And we know he, he might recruiting. be there. Yeah, you know, I say he might be their uh, voice of reason, like their conscience. You got Val recruiting too. So yeah, well, so that your Dark Avengers are going to be your U.S. agent. You're going to have the, the Red Elena. Hulk. You're going to have Elena. You're going to have White Vision. But then you got the Young Avengers, where you have like Isaiah Bradley's grandson. You have Kate Bishop. You have Miles Morales. Bri- Miles Morales. I mean, hell, you could technically have. You know, you're like, if you want to call them the Teen Titans, I mean, Tom Holland could be the the person that sort of sets all that up. But you have she the Hulk. kid, yeah, you have She Hulk, you have Iron Heart, you have uh, Hartley, who was the kid from Iron Man 3, who was at the funeral oh, yeah. in Endgame. Yeah. Like, you have all of these people who, at Shuri, I mean, like, we got, we have the technology, we can build it. Like, that's where we're at right now. Mm hmm. And so, there's so many factions that they could build too. Like, oh, they, they like have, I said, they have stories forever. And that's where I mean, with this movie, like, I really hope. See, this is one of those movies where, like, I don't care if it's a shitstorm of characters, like Spider-Man Three was. But yeah, like, so are you talking about multiverse of madness? Yeah, I think it almost has to be. It's madness. And that's what I mean. Because like Spider-Man 3, like I went there and I was like, all right, I want to see mainly Venom versus Spider-Man. Like that's what you're building is Venom versus Spider-Man. But then they throw in Sandman and now you throw in Hobgoblin. And now all of a sudden Hobgoblin's a good guy and Sandman's kind of ethically like moral again. And <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is a shitstorm. But here, literally you could have him like fighting an evil version of Sandman and then go to another universe and Sandman's like the chillest dude in the world with chilling, kicking it with Thor and Korg playing Xbox, fighting Noob Master. <laughs> yeah. And I would believe it. I'd be like, okay, like it's a different universe. This guy clearly made the right life choices. Mm-hmm. So like- <laughs> now I have a question posed for both of you. So I know DC did it. DC had the, you know, the unlimited universes and then they had Earth Prime because they had the, 
you yeah, know we'll talking about language yeah well i mean they've had so many you know catastrophic events across mm -hmm. all the, the multiverse timelines and all the different earths so they basically combined them all together they smashed them all down and there's earth prime now everyone that existed on each earth you know obviously like heroes died villains died but like now they're all together on the same planet it's, they don't have 38 spider-men they have the one spider-man from the earth that was like helping save the universe right do you think they're going to do that with the mcu at any point they're going to like bring so. it all back together i i think they'll straighten out the timeline but i don't think you're going to get like a crisis and if uh crisis on infinite earth type of a storyline like where okay. you have like earth to iron man earth 36 captain america earth 54 hulk like I don't think it's going to be like, hey, we know who these characters are, but they're all from different universes. I think if anything, they'll fix themselves and it'll be kind of like a no way home. Like everyone will go back to their own. Okay, that's fair. Like it, like basically it'll be undone. Like in yeah. DC, it couldn't be undone. Like the realities were destroyed. Yeah, which were, I guess the planets in, were blowing up or whatever. Right. And I, I, I'd have to go back and double check. But I don't think DC really has a character similar to the Watcher who can like rewrite okay galaxies and stuff because like in the mcu it could be like oh all this shit got destroyed oh the watchers just get together and fix it like you know what i mean like you could come up with a story like that yeah. what i think so i think it'll be more like what the flash is gonna be like you're gonna get both bat you're gonna get batfleck and you're gonna get um my god i'm blanking tombs um <laughs> fuck's his name <laughs> Michael Keaton. There you go. All right. You get both of them, but eventually I think they're going to go back to their own timelines. I think that's okay. going to follow more of like a flashpoint paradox storyline, which Steve, you already know. If they do, I will probably die a happy man. That uh, I'm going to, I literally have my picture of Flash and reverse Flash sitting right here. Um, I'm so excited but, for that. But I think that's the way, me personally, I'm sorry for taking up like all the mic time right this second, but that's me. I don't think we're going to get a Schwarzburg of heroes. I think like, if they were dead in that timeline, they'll stay in that timeline and they'll just go back to their own individual ones. Okay. Cause I have seen fan theories about bringing in a multiverse Tony Stark, even just like for the multiverse of madness, like they're either going to reference it or they're going, he's going to exist at some point. It's not going to be Robert Downey Jr. It's just going to be another guy that is Iron Man. Um, also, now that you brought up Flashpoint, how did you guys feel about the Flashpoint drop in No Way Home? Just real quick, touching on that. Definitely should have done that in the No Way Home episode, mm -hmm. but uh, Flash Thompson has a book called Flashpoint. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, I I enjoyed it, but I'm really hoping. I'm sorry, like that's Flash Thompson's like my least favorite character. Oh, I, I hate him across all comic book movies and anything. Like, and I did, did you so did you prefer nervous. Joe Manganiello? I mean, that's Flash Thompson. I, I mean, he he eventually becomes he Deathstroke. He looked like a 30-year-old beating up <laughs> high school kids, but I, I really did. Like, Already's generous. Very yeah. generous. But for me, I don't know. I'm just at that point to where I'm like, you know, they need to just kill all Flash Thompson. Well, so in, in this this Flash Thompson, <laughs> I mean, so he's more of a nerd in this than anything else. Like, he's not like a sports superstar. I don't I mean, know what the hell was going on with his hair in this iteration of it. He's just like, like a, a cloud blonde, seeker. Yeah, like a blonde streaks and like a See, you know that 2003 problem. emo comb over looking my problem is like i'm okay if you don't make him like the jock but he's still like a super confident like alpha male and they're just not making him that kind of a character no. he's more of like a fanboy like 
uh, he's like, I'm, I'm Spider-Man's best friend. And then like they're having the argument. He's like, I'll swing you to school for a week. He's like, make it three. He's like, 11 days. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I just, I thought that was interesting that you brought up Flashpoint. It just kind of, you know, yeah. kicked that emotion in my mind. But yeah, I, I mean, as far as the multiverse of badness goes and quantum mania and all of the future for at I least phase four mania would be the one that would fix everything. Yeah. I mean, or I guess make it, it 10 has, times worse. Dude, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think they're going to fix it for a while. They're, they're, they're getting people like us to talk about right. these stories. I think there's going to be, there's going to be sh- like timeline malfunctions for the next 10 years just to get X-Men in. And it's just the excuse to get everyone in there. I think. So what well, would you guys want to see be like an outcome out of this? Like what would make you like really excited if, if there was like an ending post-credit scene that was like, boom, like your post-credit scene for this movie. Like how would you run it? Go ahead, Steve, right. you go first. No, no, no. Go ahead, Sal. I, I got, I got one. It's, it's not even really like a post-credit scene. It's just a cameo. But Either way, if you yep. were going to set up something that you would be excited for in the future using this movie, how would you do it? Give me a post-credit scene of like, you know, walking in a bar or walking somewhere where you don't recognize anyone and you see like the um Gambit's card or like give me, give me like not I don't even need I don't want a Wolverine claw, it's too cliche. Give me like a you know, a beast something or something X-Men related to where like the OG fans will go absolutely insane. Like if I see a card flying through the air that does something, or like you get like a, a Deadpool kind of Maybe Deadpool swings okay. on in, in this one, something like that. Give me something next, man. So okay. how would you feel if it was something like whoever walks into like the bar? You only see you don't see card the gambit card, but you see like a poker game going on to the left. And you're walking to towards the bar and you just see like kind of like a hulky shorter dude just with a leather jacket and the hair. You don't see the claws, it just cuts to black. That's 10 out of 10, a perfect post credit scene. Just just because you said gambit and you said bar, the, the first thing that came to my mind was guys playing darts and the card hits the dartboard. Like yo, like splitting the door, splitting yeah. the board, splitting the dart. The dart hits the bullseye and the card sticks yep. in the back of the dart. So I'm saying like that would be insane. And real quick, I'll tell you what. X-Men over the years, as everyone knows, notoriously just a bad rap, right? Oh yeah. This is the perfect time to break him in, man. Everyone's riding high on the Spider-Man. Like I said, one billion soul, one billion sales already, like nine days in. Um, you know, Doctor Strange is good. I think it'll be another absolute hit. You know, ride the high. Give me, give me an X-Men. I think, I think it's I think it's green lighted. Absolutely. So for me, now my my perfect cameo would be Robert Downey Jr., uh, obviously. But a realistic expectation for this is Dr. Stephen Strange meeting up with another very well-known doctor in the Marvel Universe. Not Bruce Banner, but the man from the Fantastic Four. Can we, can we, I mean, I heard it's going to be John Krasinski. I, I would love John Krasinski to be in there, but like the Fantastic Four has already been confirmed. What better way to like welcome them in than to give them a even a brief? Again, I, I think the the X Men post credit scene would be fucking amazing. That would be like wild as shit. But I know that we already have a confirmed Fantastic Four show movie something that's going on in the MCU. So I think if we had even you know again before the accident happens, I my other issue with 
the ten, like so to bounce off of that in the other direction can we not do a fucking fantastic four like their origin i don't need oh to please know. god no kevin like, if you're listening no origin <laughs> make it like spider-man how he's already bit with the spider make them already have the powers just call backs to the accident please yes. i'm begging you because they they really fucked that up with like michael b jordan like it's i get it but that movie was so slow until the last like 10 minutes when Dr. Doom came out of nowhere and was like a melted form of what Dr. Doom kind of is. It was weird. I wasn't a fan of it. Like I watched that entire movie and the entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, fuck dude, like this and green lantern might be the fucking worst superhero movies and steel. And, and on top of that, I don't know if you guys remember, you probably do. Cause you probably just as pissed as I was no after credit scene. Oh yeah. Terrible. How are we doing this? Come on, Fox. What Terrible. You and that's and that's just it. Like, I don't want to be that guy, but like, Fox, just stop. Just give up the rights. Let someone do it correctly. I don't care if you got to sign a contract with Disney that they give you like 10%, but you're not doing yourself any justice. Like, for fuck's sake, man. Spider-Man made a billion dollars. Let Fox make a fucking Spider-Man movie and watch how that shit flops. Well, don't forget, too, we don't know who bought Avengers Tower yet. Yeah, and that's so that could, could be, be a the callback to Loki. Four. Yeah. It could be Fisk. It could be uh, what's it called? Um, Kang. Yeah, I think it's like, going to be Kang. A, you think it's going to be Kang? Well, I mean, I mean they're, they're doing Loki, a very good they, job they of callback to it. Right. No, in Loki they did, but that's why I'm saying, like in Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home, he flies through the atrium. But like we don't see anything else, so I mean, yeah. they're playing that one close to the chest. I personally think it's Fantastic Four. When do we have She-Hulk coming out? When does that drop? Is that 2022? Yeah, 2022. that's next year, I believe. I feel um, like you know, not many people like Hulk as like a, you know, they're not that's not their first superhero go-to. Well, this is my favorite. You know, I feel like they're gonna shed some light on make Hulk back to be like a beast, and and obviously Ruffalo is an amazing actor. I think that post credit scene might shed some light too into this whole uh, multiverse thing. So something that I would love to see out of the She-Hulk series, and I doubt they'll do it because they're too big of pussies, to be honest. But I would love to see them make Hulk the villain and like truly make him the villain. Give us world breaker Hulk that is literally like just out destroying universes and make her have to stop him. Yeah, no, I think that like, would be awesome. A, like, we don't obviously he doesn't have to be like out in space, but give us that tier of a Hulk for once. Don't restrict his fucking powers. So isn't, my, isn't he already back to, to just being uh banner? Right. So right now he's Dr. Hulk. Yeah. As far yeah, but, as I know, because I don't know when this series takes place. Oh, uh, okay, right. Because did we see a post-credit act. scene of something? Where he was back to back to Banner. I don't think so. I could be wrong. So in Shang Chi, it looked like he was just Banner, but I think Shang Chi was before uh, the merge. Right, right, right. Like oh, yeah, I cause... think Shang Chi's like right after the blip. It seems because he's she's talking to, um, Wong. No, the one that we fucking hate. That narrows it down. Oh, Captain Marvel? <laughs> yes, Captain Marvel <laughs> and uh, Bruce Banner. So that's where I'm thinking that's more in the kind of like endgame timeline. Like, you know, like when they're having the meeting. 
you know how they're having the meeting and all the holograms like they yeah. have right right so post infinity war pre-end game kind of thing or at least not pre-end game but the end game area era, era. is where i'm gotcha. thinking that post credit scene was from because he hadn't well did he was he one of the ones talking or was he just off on his own at that point because the reveal was in end game that he was dr hulk see and that's the the biggest issue that i it's have very close in having these conversations is like there has been so much shit that's happened in the past 13 years to try to like keep it mentally in order in my Organized. brain is like fucking it's groundbreaking and then they go and then they go and just destroy the timeline on top yeah, of all like, that <laughs> yeah so okay we're gonna release all of this shit not in order first of all it's not in order when they're releasing nah. so like you can't even nah. say like like iron man was years after captain Let's marvel captain way. america like all this other shit so you're like ah i think it was this but like it also could have just been like it happened physically in our world prior to that or maybe it was after this who knows so literally they released wandavision which is like six months after the blip then they released uh black widow which is right after civil war (laughs) yeah so you're like like, all over the fucking thing i'm like i'm learning scarlet i'm learning scarlet witch's origin after she already's dead Like, <laughs> that, like you a, killed this woman before you told me how she came to be. Like, so now we we did talk about this in the um Scarlet or uh, Black Widow versus what the fuck Talia Al Ghul episode. Technically, Marvel could bring now they're not going to bring back Scarlett Johansson because well, you know you don't mess things up. Did they? Okay, well that, I mean that's cool. I've read. I'm, I'm happy. I've read their own civil terms, but technically there is like a fucking freezer full of scarlett johansson's that are all technically endowed with the super soldier serum and they just cloned her a million times and like that is the actual black widow and that's why she's like one of the most deadly people similar to um winter soldier except they just froze one winter soldier and that i mean that's a whole not- I, i've been reading like well, so they many kept theories. All, well they kept all the winter soldiers first and they would just only yeah, activate, activate them, them one by one for yep. the task that way it was never the same one you would only see the same winter soldier once like every decade yeah well and that's why you know bucky's one of the most deadly people in the mcu even though he's got a conscience now and his mm-hmm. body is slowly starting to deteriorate because he doesn't have cryotherapy every like 35 minutes for 12 <laughs> years at a time he goes out, kills somebody, comes back an hour later, and they're like, all right, sit in this ice bucket for, you know, 20 years. We're, we'll call you back when we need you. But, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm really excited, and I'm also really nervous because it's like it's, it's Marvel, so we know they got the money to do what they need to do, but the question is, will they spend the money to do what they need to do? With these I, I mean, I think they're going to spend the money they have to, but I think, again, it's a my nerves come strictly from the fact that it's uncharted territory. Like none of us know, like we, I mean, we barely even know the time travel thing. And even in end game, like they made the joke, like no one really knows how time travel. Like, is it this way? Is it this way? Is it, is it back to the future? Like we don't really know. There's a million different ways that people have explained time travel throughout history. Well, they specifically well, say it's not. I know, like I know, I know, but I'm just saying like the, the, <laughs> under, the understanding that like everyone has is one way. And, you know, right. so we don't really know about multiverses except what we've already been told by a either scientists in our universe or other cartoons, movies, etc. Like, so we're not sure where Marvel's going with this shit, and that's a that's you know dark waters. Yeah, well, I mean, it is the fun of it, but it's also like like you said, do it right, or you could potentially fuck it all up. So, Sal, what do you got for us as far as what are your hopes for the next, we'll say, six months for Marvel? 
Oh, six months. So what do we got? So in that time, it's what? Um, Multiverse of Doctor Strange, Morbius. Um, we have any T-shows thrown in there or no? Uh, we might have Moon Knight, She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. Moon Knight or She-Hulk. So listen, give me... I don't want too much. All right? They just gave me so much with Spider-Man. And I know that Marvel's balancing the slippery slope of give the fans what they want, but let's get some longevity because end game just ended. You know, we, we need to span out, you know, the next 15 years accordingly. I think, give me, give me some, I need, I need some X-Men um, MCU confirmation. Okay. I would like some understanding as to what's going on with the timeline. And then lastly, you said it, give me a, reference to fantastic four okay one of the three and i'm a happy guy i'm in i'm in for all of that mark so obviously like you guys know i'm more of a dc guy but as far mm-hmm. as what marvel's doing right now like marvel's doing a lot of the right stuff and really i just want to see where they go with it like there's a lot of holes in a lot of different media with them between what if between all the tv shows loki wandavision falcon and winter soldier like like there's a lot of storylines that we're getting and like you said steve like they're not necessarily all in the same order but as far as the original tv shows that started this phase i feel like all of them were within the same year if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. uh pretty close. wandavision was like six months after the blip and then falcon winter soldier was like nine no. months or something like that yeah. after the blip so that's like almost wrapping coincidingly and directly after wandavision loki well, they really happened all through the timeline yeah yeah, yeah i so, mean and, and i'm not saying like phase four is, is pretty compact so far but it's still like just trying to keep the last 13 years yeah. for me i would want them to mainly focus on the time split and kang okay like for me don't that's my biggest fears don't branch out like you like i was saying right you just introduced kingpin you still have mordo looming around you have all these villains that could be threats i think you need to stick to the same thing you stuck to kind of in the earlier phases you have all these littler threats with the one big looming one you had thanos out there and you don't know what the dude's doing and that's kind of what i think that they need to do here don't show us what Kang's doing. Just have him come and be an unstoppable force. But what if uh, Kang is the little one and it's Galactus? But see, I wouldn't like that because I feel like for this to work, I feel like Galactus, number one, is something you can't really introduce until you have a Fantastic Four. Well, but I'm saying, what if... But so, I mean, the same thing could be said about Thanos. Like, he, he wasn't ready until all of the Infinity Stones were introduced. Right. So maybe but, Galactus is there and we're slowly like working our way. I mean, we Fantastic Four has been confirmed. So like yeah. if something a Silver Surfer could even be on the horizon for us, like we're all over the place right now. And that's what I mean. I'm not saying don't give me Galactus. I'm saying if you're going to do it that way, because we do have the Guardians and Thor out in space, plus Captain Marvel's apparently getting a, another movie or something. God all fucking mighty. But it's one of those things where if you're going to do that kind of a threat, I wouldn't do Galactus and Kang because you're taking sure. two power hitters out. Why wouldn't you save one for phase five 
use one in phase four and then you keep a smaller earthbound big bad like a wilson wilson fisk and kang this series or this phase would be your big bad so you got wilson fisk who's a beatable foe but i mean the dude's a tank and then you got kang who's next to like impossible to beat, and that could be space and time then next year or the next phase when we have an established fantastic four when we possibly have x-men when we possibly have a silver surfer all these other characters that play into the galactus storyline then you give me maybe a galactus and a dr doom duo something along those kind of lines that's how i would play okay i wouldn't do i just feel like kang and him are just too big that would be like doing like dark side and like doomsday at the same time like I like, the, I, I like the two i like the two sith theory he got going on i like that. yeah because i mean that's kind of what they did here you had the winter soldier but while you they were fighting the winter soldier you had thanos where you had lumen out there we were getting post credit scenes and kind of seeing like what he mm-hmm. was doing but he like we knew he was a threat but we didn't know how big of a threat like sure. loki set up his variant to be an all-killing all-knowing powerhouse like he said you can deal with me or you can see what comes next and okay. I think that was all the intro you needed for that character. You don't need anything else. Just give us bits and pieces here. Show me, you know, in the quantum realm, show me maybe his little pocket dimension where he lives and his thing. Like, show me maybe a post credit scene where you get a little glimpse. But, I mean, they ended Loki looking up at a towering statue of their now timeline conqueror. Mm-hmm. And for me, like that's your big bad like you have established that is the threat that we should be worrying about now the question is what are the threats that we can kind of have to worry about sure i absolutely agree with that it's and again i'm not trying to like overcrowd the bad guy game here i just felt like the next plausible person was galactus but i mean i'm cool with kang like if we do kang because of quantum mania or he's going to get introduced like big time in and not the loki kang that we got to meet like you know the uh, what the fuck's his name he who remains you know the i mean we're going to get like an actual conqueror a conqueror of worlds and and universes so you know i'm completely cool with that oh huh. you so what do you think with what like with the with the bad guy thing i think they're doing yeah. it great i mean you know thanos he was in guardians right it was his first uh drop when he first came in uh was guardians before avengers because wasn't it avengers that was avengers because it was him it was the, a original scene from the original avengers i mean it was a different look but it was definitely oh, right. he stands yeah. up right, and he's right. like i guess if you're gonna get something done you have to do it yourself no that was, that was that was ultron that was ultron, ultron. yeah so I, I think it was Guardians. Was... Oh, either. Okay. So regardless, you know, we got yes. the. So, you know, you got Ultron after credit scene, Guardians after credit scene. And he's looming. You said it perfectly. Hit the nail on the head. He's looming. You know, he's a big bad. But you don't know what he's doing for like seven or eight movies. Give me that. Let, like, let, let me still be worried about Kang while we're dealing with the Fisks and the. I don't want to say this too loud. Mephistos. <clears throat> and. <clears throat> um. <laughs> You know, so I, I think they're doing it good. I hope they just keep it looming. Don't give me any answers. Maybe, you know, maybe give me like a like a, a callback to it. Maybe a name drop, something small. Okay. Maybe like his right-hand man, henchman, you know, somewhere down the line. Maybe in one of the November, December movies, like talking about how he's angry or something, this, that, the third. 
Um, I, I think they're on pace to be really good. And I like the looming aspect because it makes you afraid, it makes you afraid. Yep. So, Because the thing I think that they're doing well is they're letting you forget about Kang enough that when he comes back, you're like, oh shit, like I didn't even think that that was happening. And that's what I enjoy out of these. It's one yep. of those things where it's like, oh yeah, like, like you see Thanos, but then, you know, there's a couple of other post-credit scenes that have nothing to do with Thanos. And then you get another Thanos one and you're like, oh my God, I forgot he was out there. Yep. And I feel like they're, they need to really step up their game though to keep that energy where it's at. Because, I mean, they came out heavy after the Spider-Man movie. And Doctor Strange, like, just hype-wise, has a lot to live up to. Like, Yeah. So, we'll see. I'm excited to see where the MCU goes, though. Because I feel like they could do it very, very well. And I feel like, like you said, Steve, it's uncharted waters. So, they really don't have a handbook. So, knowing Kevin Feige and knowing, you know, all that whole writing team, they're going to throw stuff at us. And I'm ready for it. I'll tell you what, for not having a handbook, these guys are doing real fucking well. I could not put together an Ikea dresser without a fucking instruction manual. <laughs> so, Sal, thank you so much for joining us, man. You were always welcome on our show. Thank you for being a longtime listener. Dude, like, you know, if there's ever anything you want to talk about, please feel free to reach out and we'll gladly have you back on. Yeah, man, I, I really appreciate being on the show, man. And like I said, listening for, you know, uh, pretty much a, a, probably a year and a half now at this point. Um, uh, you know, I I listen to all the theories and I'm thinking about theories in my head. I'm like, you know, what? and then I'm like, you texted me, I'm texting you. It, it's awesome. And I really appreciate the time. And it's, it's been a blast. Absolutely, man. Anytime, Mark, you got anything uh, to wrap everything up here? No, nah, just uh, sell. If there's any way that, you know, our listeners can reach out to you or if there's any way you want them to check you out or anything, let them know. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm on I'm on Twitter um, at Salrock underscore and same with Twitch. Um, you know, I'm just classic video game nerd and uh, sports fanatic. So. Absolutely. So guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to us. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at something super podcast at SS podcast 52 on Twitter. We are on all of your major streaming apps anchor. Thank you so much for hosting us. Lastly, I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And I'm Sal. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace.